Good morning, I'm Lauren, one of the missionaries in Long Beach. And today's invitation is to remain in love. And to remain in love's presence, God, so that we are able to love one another as God loves us. With all that we've seen and heard in these last few long months of pandemic, this further expansion of popular consciousness, of, for, of racial justice, police brutality, white supremacy, listening to the lament of others, confronting our own biases. Again, we have to remember that all of this is held by God, that nothing we live is outside of Christ. So today, we have the opportunity to come close to God, to allow ourselves to be loved by God, to be in God's presence so that we can rest. And when we seek to be in God's presence, we are able to begin to more better assimilate the invitation that's in the first letter of John 4. And the whole passage is verses 7 through 16, where he says, Beloved, let us love one another, because love is of God. Everyone who loves is begotten by God and knows God. Whoever is without love does not know God, for God is love. So if we're going to really be able to live this out practically, we need to remain in the presence of love of God. There's no other way. The quality of our relationship with God will determine our ability to transmit love to others. Last Friday was June 19th, or Juneteenth, as the celebration is known. And this day marks the end of slavery in the United States. A small group of teenagers here in Long Beach, they wanted to do something to celebrate this day. So we decided to pray in front of the church. We also wanted to be in solidarity with those who are suffering in this moment. We printed out images of those who have recently died because of police brutality. And we made a sign that said, Black Lives Matter. And this does not mean that other lives do not matter. Of course, all lives matter. All lives have value. Of course, all lives are beloved. Remember, that is how St. Paul was addressing us in his letter, beloved. You must love one another, beloved. We are all beloved. And we believe as well that we are all a part of the body of Christ and that this body has many parts. And we need to put, pay attention to the part of the body that is suffering in this moment. And if we're able to heal as a society, what is causing us to limp, so to speak, as a society, then we can continue to pay attention and to fight for other causes. 
I saw um, a sign that I really enjoyed from a student during one of um, during these weeks of protest, and it said in Spanish, "Mi lucha es tu lucha." My fight is your fight. To love one another doesn't mean that we have to understand completely the other or be a part of the same community or culture, speak the same language. But like this student, to be in solidarity is to love. When I was praying further about what this, what this means, how we can practically love, I understand one question in prayer. Are you in love? Like really, are you in love's presence? Because if we're not spending time with God in the presence of love, it's going to be a challenge to transmit love um, back to God or to anyone else. I was talking with a student the other week and was asking me about my discernment and how I fell in love with God. And I think three words describe the beginnings of my vocation. It was feeling myself drawn, drawn to be in the presence of God, feeling at home and very much alive. But as well, I realized that there is, it's not the same falling in love as the moment I'm in now, of course, yes, I love God, but there's a difference between falling in love and being in love. This being in love is that active choice of placing ourselves in that presence to persevere. God needs disciples with feet on the ground, aware of the realities that we are all living. And I think that when praying with the question, how to remain in love with God, how to remain in that presence, really the gospel from June 19th as well can help us to continue to persevere to live this question. It's Matthew 11, 28 to 29. And Jesus says, come to me. And I will give you rest for your souls. And while I was praying with this, I was remembering our month retreat last year where we were on a ranch that had many animals. And as I was praying with this this image that Jesus presents to us in the gospel, you know, of shouldering the yoke with him, working beside with him, that we are not working alone, that it is easier to walk side by side with God, to allow God to work with us in the field. And as I was praying with these images and remembering the ranch, I remembered all of the open fields. And then I began to imagine the field of my heart. And I saw that within me, that That land, that field has already been worked. In fact, it's already been sown. And I understood simply that I was invited to simply walk barefoot through my field, to perceive the texture, how the soil is, so that I could understand how I am 
what I'm, what I'm going through, what I'm doing. And, I, and as I walked there, I saw that there has been growth, little shoots of awareness, little shoots of trust, little shoots of fortitude beginning to sprout within me. And as well, I saw things that I, I didn't realize had been planted. You know, sometimes weeds grow in a field or, and as well, wildflowers, the unexpected. And as well, I think I began to uh, acknowledge what surprised me. And I think that's really important for all of us. Those unexpected um, biases that crop up within us. We all have them, but we need to acknowledge them if we're going to address them. Those fears of the unknown, especially all that has been stirred up about the pandemic, the future. But as well, something interesting I began to contemplate within my field was a compost pile. You know, that, and this symbolized for me that all that is not love within me can be transformed into love by God if we allow God to work it, to compost it, so to speak. And so, again, I invite you this morning to take a walk through your field with God to examine all that is within you, to remember too that the soil has been softened by our personal tears, the collective tears. And anyone who's gardened before, it is so much easier to uproot when the soil has been softened. So this field is your life. Spend some quality time with God examining your field. Does your field need to be worked? If so, put on the yoke. What do you see? What's growing? What needs to be uprooted or even celebrated? Again, it's also important for us to protect those new shoots that are sprouting within them, so acknowledge them. And this morning, most importantly, is just a time to spend in God's presence, to see that your life is fertile, is holy, to touch your soil, to see how you're doing, how your relationship is with God and with one another. So may we seek to be in love's presence so that we can remain with God, remain in love, and that we are able to love one another as God loves us.